This episode brought to you by Bloom Doctors. Use code TERPBRO1, that's T-E-R-P-B-R-O, and the number one for $10 off your renewal or referral today at bloomdoctors.com. Hey, what's up, Smoking Okies? I'm Brandon, joined as always by... Evan. And we are two buddies covering all things cannabis in Oklahoma and beyond. So sit down, spark up, and uh, just hang out with us for a bit. It's going to be a good time. This week, we're talking about, as always, I say a few things, the biggest being our trip out to Red Dirt Labs. We got to see some of the things they were making in terms of concentrates and stuff. We'll go into that in more depth later. But for now, Blake, what are you smoking on? Oh, man. Well, last week, as you all heard, we, we, you know, we sat down, had a conversation with our buddy, Blake Jones, Mm -hmm. who happens to be a bud tender at Craft Cannabis Company. And so we decided to go visit him, you know, of course, <laughs> you know, podcast yes. work and picked up a couple of strains at craft right now. I'm about to smoke on some shy girl or chai girl. I'm, I'm assuming it's short for Chicago. I don't know. I would think I don't know much about the strain. It just looked pretty and it came with a good recommendation and man craft makes, uh, well, they gr- I make, they grow <laughs> some wonderful <laughs> stuff, man. I've never been let down. So uh, I'm just going to go ahead and hit this now. I'm interested to see the flavor profile and stuff. This is one out of the the craft collection that I sadly didn't get a try um, among some of the others that I didn't really enjoy. So Blake's getting his rip in now. Oh man, that is smooth as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like the, uh, I'm starting to get a little bit of turp burn in the nose. Mm-hmm. But uh, like on the exhale, that was a smooth hit. It was a little a little spicy maybe just a little bit but for the most part (coughs) there it is the spice got me (laughs) for the most part it was a i mean it was a real green hit man and i just cleaned out the steamroller this morning Mm -hmm. so i got as fresh as i could (coughs) nice and clean (coughs) what's the flavor profile like oh man uh i don't know let me let me take go in for another one all right (laughs) Do it a, a mouth hit instead of a nose, you know. It's uh man, it almost like uh sort of clove like almost like okay. it gives me a tingling on the tongue a little bit, but then there's a little bit of that uh peppery flavor that I was talking about. Other than that, it hits the nose pretty well. It's not a it's not a real throaty hit, but if you blow it out your nose, you're gonna get a turp burn like a mofo. I see this thing making me sneeze for a bit if I did that overall. It's kind of a mild flavor, but it's it's a pleasant one. Well, it, I'm looking up the more info now on the site. It looks like it doesn't. It's a hybrid. I'm looking at Craft's website to see if maybe it had an info on the Terp profiles for ours. And it just has, it says earthy and sour. Would you think that's right? Earthy could be that flavor I was trying to describe. Right. Uh, I'm not getting sour. No. no sour. Um, just out of curiosity. Yeah. But I don't know if they mean an actual sour or like more of like one of the the sour cannabis taste you know like with the sour diesels and the sour oh, like right. that stuff but it's it's not sour it'd be earthy yeah i could totally see that mm-hmm. i'm gonna see now but i also uh, uh we'll get more into this in a bit but i just finished drinking some you know activated kool-aid so <laughs> my uh my my taste buds are a little affected by that i would say because that they are potent the flavor on it is potent because i don't dilute it (laughs) and the effects yeah you probably drank what like a a, a big glass of that stuff we'll go into it more (laughs) yeah we'll get to that in a minute but it's kind of messing with my ability to really taste too well but 
this is still a pleasant smoke, man. And I'm pretty shitty about flavor profiles anyway. Mm. As listeners know, I can really only do it in colors. And this one I would say is green and uh like a uh like a burnt orange, like you know, I can't brown say and orange. <laughs> know what that means, but for those of you who can, I want some of your weed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hope uh I hope those of you that can decipher that are listening. <laughs> If not, if you got a buddy who does that, tell him to listen to the old show, huh? Yeah, yeah. Listen up. <coughs> oh, well, Blake's uh, coughing up here. How's that high feeling? Oh, it's feeling, it's really starting to kick in, and I'm getting, like, a pretty good body high. Like, I'm getting heavy, that heavy feeling I like, where, yeah. uh, oh, man, I just kind of want to lean forward. Like, I feel like if I lay, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like if I, uh, if I laid down to watch something, I would probably pass out before the end of it. Ah, some of that conk out weed. Well, it's not even the fact that it's making me tired. It's just, I'm pretty relaxed right now, man. I get you, so, you, chill, you got the lights yeah. off watching a movie now. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah, I would totally pass out. So, uh, shy girl, Chicago girl, whatever it is. <laughs> I've only made it through one bowl. Actually, I got another hit in this bowl so far, but it's already past the two bowl metric. I'll say that. <laughs> that's awesome so what are you smoking on evan well i've got i've got a little of that pie gal that we mentioned in a previous episode i guess i should <laughs> preface this with some bad news um blake i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna tell you the facts of the situation here and see if you can guess what i did wrong i'm uh-huh. smoking a joint of this pie gal yeah <laughs> not a bowl okay because i dropped that tsunami bowl not the whole bong oh but the bowl. dude and it oh. exploded well at least it's just the bowl yeah yeah oh man that sucks though that was that tsunami that thick bowl with the uh the built-in filter and the, oh man that's a good bowl upset. it was a it, dude that's two tsunami bowls i fucked up now dropping and it's oh. on me i can't even blame amanda i'm mad about it but that said that's more excuse to smoke this pie gal and it's phenomenal oh and you're smoking it through a, in the joint form which i do believe is the mm-hmm. best way to get flavor yeah, and on this, it's a it's a sativa hybrid, and the flavor profile on this one to go to your colors. My 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 color is gray on this. It tastes like an ashtray, which is actually a good thing. Mm-hmm. I remember because <coughs> uh, I had some the other day, and I think wasn't I talking to you about it? I was like, man, I totally get ashy taste you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, I it, did. It, it was like the what an ashtray smells like but like when you fresh ashtray not like ash it's been sitting around for two days you know? yeah and it doesn't like hang around on your tongue like actual ass would ass no it just <laughs> seems like it just seems like an indicator of a good sativa you know it really does and it's got to be one of the terps in it because if you smoke a durban poison that tastes like this it's gonna get you or you can hear me now it got me i'm chattering on i love this <laughs> shit which always brings us back to cat piss <laughs> cat piss <laughs> Because there is that, uh, we were talking to Blake about it last week. He's like, there's going to be some that just smell terrible, you know, <laughs> but they're pungent. Right. So that's what you're looking for. As long as it doesn't smell like mold, you know, yeah. or hay, like if there's a pungent smell, otherwise give it a go. Yeah. And cat piss is one of them. And damn, there's a fucking strain named that. And it's funny every time, <laughs> especially when they put it in all caps, yeah. <laughs> the strain yeah. yelling its name at you. Yes. Cat well i kind of think of the i always think of that south park <laughs> episode where they were all cheesing you know? <laughs> so i just think capis you know like in that uh heavy metal soundtrack and oh shit struggle to relate this <laughs> this is a oh, this is good weed blake nailed it and it's a, i feel like i'm in a fancy special club because it's one of those ones at least the time that you went previously they were only letting you buy it an eighth at a time 
Yeah, I don't so know I if that like, was due to, you know, limited <coughs> quantities or or if it was just an exclusive, you know, like kind of exotic. It, it is cool. It's the first time I've ever heard of it. And it's, yeah, it's a really, really good sativa hybrid. Oh, uh, this, this, yeah, it was. I got distracted by, because, well, this Thai girl is working very well. And I've been spending that whole time that you were talking, looking for the set of tweezers I have that I use to clean out my bowl. <laughs> Which, uh spoiler alert they were directly in front of me there's way where they like in your keyboard or something <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah between me and the keyboard fair so I, I lose pencils that way so shy girl oh yeah i'm gonna I'm i might get you know unintelligible this episode maybe it depends on how this works <laughs> I, I might be getting there too because i just mm. remembered right before the show i took a goddamn half one of those zen strawberries and i took that 50 milligram pill i have left so we'll see what's happening here oh yeah i did i do want to say i picked up that uh gg number four from craft as well because as we all know gg4 or gorilla glue which i think it's called uh i think they're like gg4 and original glue are the the names for it now because gorilla glue was like dude they were like we make tape not weed motherfucker you know (laughs) and uh yeah that's it's a staple very strong tape yeah, that's what I was, yeah, I was getting to it. It was a staple, right? Like everyone knows GG4, especially Indica boys. So I was like, man, I got to try crafts. I haven't had theirs. And they fucking knocked it out of the park again, dude. Like they just know what they're doing over there. I, I, I think almost any uh, strain you get that is grown by craft cannabis company, you put it under the uh, uh, jeweler's loop. And dude, it's like bunches of grapes everywhere. It's not even just like hairs with trichomes on top, man. It's like, oh, it looks uh, good. And it's usually got the right blend that I've seen. I say usually, I've never seen it not have the right blend. Looking at even this pie gal, like it's got like a healthy amount of amber hairs, which you want out of a sativa hybrid. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, they're not just maximizing their numbers. I think they, they might be kind of leading that charge of who gives a shit about percentages oh totally because when you go in there man they're all about terps and shit like yeah they have percentages and they will lead you to a thc level you want but you talk to any of their bud tenders and uh they're more about what you're looking for as far as an effect you know yes. and then like they'll ask you hey what are you looking for and then you tell them like oh, i've got you know some back pain or whatever and then they'll recommend one to you have you look at it and smell it you know and then explain to you why they recommended it uh, based off terps and stuff it's it's a great place i loved it every time i've been there i just wish there was one in lawton yeah you hear that craft Mm -hmm. you hear that craft cannabis company (laughs) y'all need to get down here anyway because there's a mango down here they be you're not really competing with mango i guess so much they're more competing with like a capital bank but come down here and kick mango's ass anyway yeah yeah it'd be great well who knows man because uh apparently they're expanding their grow so oh bigger harvest that'll be great that'll be great right. size wise they very well could be competing with them i was just thinking like i didn't want to associate craft the very good uh, cannabis maker with kind of those uh bulk cell people because they're not those oh yeah yeah i'm just saying like we talked to blake last week and he, mm-hmm. he told us that uh they've got the new oh, right. grow facility so they're they're going to be able to control everything now you know like and with bigger space so if it can get better i think it's going to <laughs> and it's already mind-blowing oh, Even, yeah I, i'll go as far as to say i got one of their pre-rolls a pre-roll of a blackjack and i think i actually like that better than the pie gal as much as i like the pie gal oh yeah and that was a that was a pre-roll from them yeah i didn't i didn't get to try any uh blackjack the it wallet good. didn't let me it tasted <laughs> like a spearmint kind of oh yeah 
Yeah, it was good. See, I'm still getting kind of spicy out of this. <clears throat> like earthy and spicy. Earthy really does nail it. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like a, a peppery mushroom. <laughs> that pepper is kind of like what I got too. It's like fruit peppery ish. Um, well, I'm talking gal. about I'm talking about chai girl. Right. I know you're talking about your chai girl. It's just to go like it didn't just have that ashtray taste. It's easily like the smell was really nothing to write home about, to be completely frank. But taste wise, it's one of the most unique tasting strains I've had. It's up there with that vanilla kush I got from Werewolf. Nice. Yeah, man. They grow some good weed there at Craft. It's good oh, shit, man. Uh I love that fucking place. That's really all I've been smoking though the mm. past couple days. Uh, and because I just re-upped over at Craft. So, you know, I've been going through that. Other than that, uh, have do you have any other things you've been smoking mm -hmm. on or anything throughout the week? That you would Nothing too novel besides that uh that failure of a canagar that we tried out oh, of my yeah. home grow. Uh, that whatever fucking shit happens. The the I I've not been smoking much of my member berries because I'm actually curing them legit and I haven't done my jar swap in a few days. Yeah. Um, okay. but, but they're smelling good. And I will say this Zen strawberry gummy is hitting just like all the others. And so good jobs in. Yeah. Oh yeah. I guess uh, the longer you go in the cure, the longer a period you go between burping and mm -hmm. so, so forth. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just trying to play it safe with it. We don't want to fuck it up. Cause that last plant we pulled, man, it looks, the buds that came off of it looks so good and dense. Like I, it oh. would be sad if it fucked up. And is this the one that you let go to the 50 50? Right. We let it go and it seemed to, in retrospect, we probably should have waited more on all of them because in the time that it was growing those trikes, it also really gained some bud density in the last stretch. Really? Um, yeah, and I, I I didn't realize that they grew that much, but the, you can tell there's a marked difference between, and they're all three member berries. Like two of them are not super dense. They're kind of light, and these other ones are like you can hardly squeeze them. Man, I wish I would have waited then because I think I harvested around an estimate of 30%. Mm -hmm. So I wish I would have let it go a little bit and dense them buds up going to next time. I can smoke some up soon anyway. Yeah. This. Well, we do have something exciting to talk about that we got to do this week. Yes. So, uh, we mentioned it briefly earlier, but Tommy, Tommy, Tommy over at Red Dirt Labs reached out to you on Reddit and right. uh, invited us over to have a look at their facility. And we finally got to do that this week. And it was fucking awesome. Oh, yeah, man. I mean, I'm going to start off with at first, I didn't know what to expect, right. you know. Because it was all pretty impromptu, pretty uh, whatever, you know, just kind of texting like, yeah, come by when you guys get time. And then we text and last whatever minute. we, sh we sh yeah, last minute and we show up and he was out doing something. So we're just kind of sitting around waiting. And it's like, man, I don't know what to expect. This feels like a blind date, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, I don't know much about, you know, other than what's on the internet, like on the, so basically a dating profile, you know, looked yeah. him up and then we're just sitting there like, you don't know the other person's intentions. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tommy comes in and like, God, immediately it just felt like we were hanging out with a, you know, somebody, another cannabis enthusiast, you know, right. it was great. And uh, he took us through his products. Just, uh, just gave us the rundown on their, their big products. And I'll let Evan come in from there. Oh, it was what Blake said. It was cool from the start. We kind of came up on them at the last minute. We're like, hey, we're here now. Take us on a tour. And we didn't, you know, there was some miscommunication. So thanks for being cool about that, Tommy and Brandon and company. Um, but whenever we actually got in, man, like as a, as a person who makes edibles at home, being able to see what they are doing and the tools that they're using and the stuff that they're producing from them would mm -hmm. be like me fucking shooting hoops in my driveway and then going to watch the thunder practice. Like it was amazing. Oh yeah, man. It was mind blowing. They took us on a tour of their, uh, you know, from plant material to finished distillate. 
And uh, it just blew my mind. I don't even remember all the stuff, that, you know, they told us because it was all above my head, especially since I don't cook at home. So I'm sure you grasp more of it than I did. But I was just walking around being like, whoa, yeah. this machine looks cool. Oh, there's a whoa. lot of stuff in there. Well, you kind of have to because you go in there and it's like they've got all these big ass cool looking machines that are hooked to computers and like it's like specialist shit like tools to uh and i don't want to go too far into what they're doing yeah i'm trying i'm being very vague about their their process i just got to say it blew me away but you know we we don't want to give any of their trade secrets away but holy crap man (laughs) i guess i would go i would go as far as to say the process by which they separate cannabis uh is somewhat similar to my home one only in very 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 high level ways and it was my god (laughs) oh man how we got to try some of their product which was yes. amazing. Yes. Uh, pretty awesome. I mean, I mean, who doesn't like, you know, trying out some new cannabis, right? Some new stuff They they, uh, they gave me, um, this is where they gave us a couple of different formulas because they know Evan and I, uh, we, we like different things, right? Uh, so one thing they gave us to try were these uh, uh, capsules. Um, I got the energy formula. It's a one-to-one CBD THC ratio with 20 milligrams of each and then uh, 50 milligrams of caffeine per uh, capsule. Those things are the shit. Yeah, uh, man. Sorry to interrupt you. Are those called RDL capsules, Rise and Shine, just so we get the name out there? Uh, Is it? My my package says I didn't get the Rise and Shine. Mine says RDL capsules precise. Yes, yes. It says RDL capsules energy. RDL is Red Dirt Labs for you listeners. Yeah, Red Dirt Labs. Who we're talking about, Evan? Damn it! I just, I just, we didn't, we didn't really say it again, and we want to shout their name out and make sure people know. Oh, well, hopefully, well, it's going to be in the damn title, probably. Oh yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> All right, enough free ads for you, Red Dirt. Hey, Podhead. Yeah. Hey, Podhead. <laughs> shut up and let me talk about these these capsules, man. <laughs> Uh, anyway, I get the energy formula, which is 20 milligrams of CBD, 20 milligrams THC, 50 milligrams of caffeine. And I've been taking these in the morning when I get up, I'll have one, maybe two if I'm feeling saucy. Cause, uh, <laughs> cause you know, I, I like coffee in the morning sometimes. And if I'm not right. drinking coffee, I'll take two of these because an average cup of coffee has like 90 milligrams or something. So right. it's good. It hits me like a, like a good sativa does, right, you know, man. the one that like just takes, takes a bit of the edge off of the like the the pain i have and then but also gets me up out of the chair wanting to do stuff you know it gets you focused and kind of ready to yeah yeah i noticed whenever he he gave me one of the rising chunks to try while we were there like not a package they just had a giant amazing jar of them and uh yeah i'm with you it hit just right i was a little dry and having anxiety and then whenever i took it like within 20 minutes i was feeling good again Mm-hmm. For those of you who are coffee drinkers and cannabis users that can't get to a cup of coffee or some fucking bud, I guess these energy capsules, I highly recommend from Red Dirt Labs. It's it's cool too, because there aren't a ton of things that overtly anyway, say they have caffeine in them. I'm sure that some, like Blake was saying, I believe last week, he said that a lot of the quote unquote sativa edibles just have a lot of caffeine in them. Mm-hmm. And by these guys putting that out there now, I know what I'm getting and can, like you just said, dose exactly the amount of caffeine and cannabis I want, which is really cool. Yeah, totally. And uh, being a one-to-one THC CBD ratio, uh, it's not going to get you too high. You know, it's like, even if your, your, your dose is a little lower, I, I, I don't think, you know, it, there's less of a chance. I think, you know, it's pretty calming, but it still gives you that, uh, that boost of caffeine. So it's, it's like having a puff off a of J and a coffee. It's great. 
it's it's now you kind of see the wonders of the weed coffee that I was making. It's it's a very very good combo. Yes. Oh yeah, I just love smoking bud though. Yeah. So I love smoking a bowl or having a joint and uh, drinking a cup of coffee with my cocoa pebbles creamer. <laughs> motherfucker <laughs> yeah but also if you had, did not check out that bonus session if you get this uh, fruity pebbles creamer and mix it with cheap folgers it makes your coffee kind of taste like weed it's crazy <laughs> all roads lead back to weed on the on the on the capsules the, were the capsules made of the nano powder or whatever is that correct yes they're filled with the nano powder okay that shit is legit yeah, basically, you can open these up and mix them in with any drink you want as well. They're, they're soluble, water soluble. It's super neat. It's a neat, however they've devised this, it's cool. Yeah, it's great. So you had, which formula did they give you, those 50 milligrams? I got the 500 milligram total, yeah, 50 milligram per pill package called Precise. Mm-hmm. And according to this, it is just straight up 50 milligrams of THC. Yeah. But with these, I noticed the same, not the caffeine effect uh, because they don't have caffeine, but they also like the other pills hit extremely quickly. Uh-huh. Uh, but both somebody else who took the pills and I noticed that they're probably within 20 minutes yeah. or maybe, maybe even less than that, really. Um, most edibles I'll take and I'll feel within about a half an hour to an hour. But this was, if not quite on the level of a drink, damn close. And it's because of that nano uh, powder, I believe, man, like, uh, because what they were telling us what they're shooting for with the nano powder and how it works is uh, it absorbs in your stomach lining rather than having to go to your liver. Yep. So it gets into the bloodstream faster. And uh, it's, that's what they told me. And it seemed to work just like that when I took it. So, (laughs) and you've said in the past that you suspect that you might have, that was me hitting my desk, uh, a liver enzyme problem that, that might, because in the past you said that you didn't think really edibles work for you at all. Yeah, I had. And I, I, you know, I wondered if maybe my years of heavy drinking did something to my liver or whatever, to where edibles are, maybe I'm more resistant to them or something, because I did believe that like edibles have always been very hit or miss. Now I don't know if it's a terpene thing, but yeah, that could be it. It for, for people, definitely for people who have that problem, this would possibly solve that. You would think, and that also goes to James, who we'll be talking to in about a week, his article about the different oils and delivery methods and shit. Mm-hmm. So this this very well could be something for you listeners who do, you know, not feel edibles for you to try. Uh, anything that is made with this nanopowder very well could help you. Getting on to the nanopowder, they have a couple Look, of other- We didn't talk about that yet, did we? I'm so high. We have a couple other products um, that they use their nanopowder in. Uh, one of which that we did get a try is their THC drink mix. Yes. Essentially the weed Kool-Aid. <laughs> <laughs> um, I got fruit punch. Me too. Uh, they come in a packet of with a box with three packets. There are three single serve packets, 300 milligrams per box. Each packet has 100 milligrams of THC in it. And you can dilute it down to whatever dosage you want. Actually, for the taste, you're probably going to want to dilute it down because unless you unless you add some sugar to it. ooh, yeah, it's one of those, you know, like (laughs) (laughs) it tasted to me like Powerade. Um, And for me, like I'm not I'm not super into edibles for the taste anyway. Like it's it's a weed drink. It tastes like a weed drink. Yeah, well, it didn't taste like a weed drink to me. It tastes like a fruit punch, but it was very, uh, very concentrated. Well, like, yeah, I didn't concentrated get a- flavor for me at least, but I also, I, I don't like very, very concentrated Kool-Aid, you know? 
it was that's that's more like i guess weed drink it didn't taste like cannabis that much at all mm-hmm. it had that powerade flavor that almost seemed to be masked and i'm not bitching like it it hit me right it hit me really good and it's an edible like it was just interesting i did dilute a little bit of it this time around once i drank about half of it i added some more ice cold water to it it says to mix at room temperature but I, I had to do that ice cold water, baby. Yeah, once I diluted it down, it was actually a pretty refreshing drink. It was more like a fruit punch. I put some ice in it and it was hot out. That's chill. Yeah, for the effects for me, um, they hit probably, I would say, within 10 minutes or so for me, I would say. Uh, that first time I tried it, you were still over and yeah. we went to get some uh, uh, Mexican food from the taco truck. And uh, <laughs> I was like, man, this shit's hit me in waves. Like I would think it was gone and it'd come yeah, back you thought again. You were sober and like, and yeah. <laughs> yeah. You said you could feel the body buzz hitting you. Yeah, it was good. That's cool. And it was that edible body buzz, not the one where you're, you know, not the couch lock body buzz. Yeah, no, I got you that good edible loose, ready mm-hmm. to fucking jump up feeling. Oh yeah, totally. And I really like that drink too. I actually haven't made more. I was thinking about splitting some with my wife because I don't know if I want to do a whole one. Yeah. Um, but it was, I had the same effect. And one thing I did notice uh, the last time I drank it again was at your place was unlike almost every other weed drink that I've tried cannabis drink. This one did not give me a headache. Really? So that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't give me a headache either, but uh, I don't have enough experience to know which ones do and don't. It you just know? seems like, I think it's just my body not being able to process it fast enough. But usually whenever I have like a, you know, a keef or whatever, you know, if I drink it all within an hour, then I pretty much guarantee a headache. So I just don't fuck with weed drinks usually. Oh, okay. Yeah. I wonder if that's just because uh, with that powder uh, mixing so well, I wonder if you're just getting more water just uh, you're getting hydrated rather than dehydrated by like the other drinks that are sugary and stuff. It, that very well could be. Um, I'm not much of an orange juice drinker. And I will say I found the flavor of this far preferable to a lot of those cannabis drinks that do taste like straight weed. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that could have been a factor too. But whatever it is, it's cool. Like I'm, I'm not nervous to try it now because I've tried it once and it didn't fuck with me. Well, I've had it twice now and uh, pretty similar experiences both times. I mean, I'm on it right now. Right <laughs> so uh, maybe, maybe uh, the shy girl today is getting a little bit of a mm-hmm you know, performance enhancement here, but <laughs> it's um, like, you need, you need two forms of weed. My formula keeps changing. You need a form of weed and cannabis. No, you need two forms of weed and cannabis. <laughs> <laughs> or, and, and I'm caffeine. Uh, I'm so fucked up, Blake. Oh my oh, God. I completely man. just fucked that bit. Let me, <laughs> let me, let me rewind here before, like you were saying, okay, man, that edible and caffeine vibe is so good. And now it's well, that edible and caffeine and smoking flower vibe. <laughs> hey, Evan. Yo. Speaking of fucking things up, hold on. Like, you know, what's the one thing we always end up, you always end up asking me at the end of the show? What? Like how long we've been running or something? Or yeah. do you have a clock going? And and yeah. uh, and this time I remembered. Yeah. Guess what I forgot? To reset it whenever we. No, I forgot to start the fucking thing. Ah, <laughs> oh, damn it. My phone's sitting in front of me on stopwatch mode with zeros pointing at me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, Let me see. Shit. Oh. I've got a good way to judge because because you wrote your lead in 1245 we're about a half an hour okay well audience you may or may not know where we're at (laughs) we'll see how time because I'm a fucking idiot (laughs) that was just a whole series of fuck-ups we had a good flow going and then it's like mistake error (laughs) oh yeah yeah something was not computing system restart you know Ooh. 
we can we can go back to the the red dirt thing though because i was wanting to ask you i haven't had a ton of experience with that vape pen what was your what was your take on that well the vape pen they gave me the good night formula which i think was just straight up thc um it does have a little bit of cbd like all things but anyway i think it was like five percent or something it's very low so it was mostly just just thc shit i think i threw away the the packaging this morning damn it i'm digging Uh. for mine now but they gave me the good night formula. So I would save that and I would hit that before I go went to bed at night. Hmm. Generally, basically right before I brush my teeth, I would uh, take a few rips off that thing and uh, brush my teeth, lay down and usually fall asleep before. Uh, basically, most of my time in bed was me finding the movie I wanted to watch <laughs> and then falling asleep before the intro was done. So I think it works. <laughs> right on well that's that's good to hear i'm just puffing on mine now and seeing if i have any effects mm-hmm. but i'm already pretty high so i wanted to ask you because you you know i knew you were fucking with it a little more yeah and they did also give a friend of mine a uh, uh the four to one right cbd to a thc ratio uh he's more like a calming, for the calming effect yeah because i've got a friend who there are times where cannabis hits right and he loves it but most of the time their anxiety gets inflicted, you know, and they get anxious uh, by it and they haven't been able to push through and like develop the tolerance because it's just too much, you know, and just not enjoying it. You know, I asked Tommy uh, if they had products that catered to that, you know, and he, he was talking about the four to one. I was like, Oh, I, I've got a friend that I wonder if that would help. And uh, my friend, he tried the vape cart four to one and um it seemed to work um he was he said he was very calm and all that stuff but he was a little afraid to try because of course you know he's right. been anxious he, so he doesn't want to go uh too hard into it and be put off again but uh i haven't checked in with him but so far it seems good and i'll give an update on that when i get one right yeah right on i'd, I'd love to hear he was I, i'm also interested because i know he was really looking for that four to one stuff and apparently it's pretty hard to find right now which yeah. it seems kind of weird that a weed product would be hard to find, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even if that was too much, they do. And their tinctures, they have a 10 to one formula. So yeah, they had those tinctures and shit too, man. You keep reminding me of shit. They had the popsicles. Yeah. The, we, pop, ooh, the popsicles. I totally forgot. Damn it. Cause we didn't get to try those. Cause they didn't have any that were frozen. Right. And uh, they use the same nano powder that they use for the drinks and stuff like that. Just different formulations of it. But they are those old school popsicles that we've yeah. all had as kids. The ones that are just a, pla- just a plastic tube with some frozen Kool-Aid in it. You know, you know what I'm talking about. You buy them by the hundreds. Sometimes known as an otter pop. Yeah. The ones that cut your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Or the plastic cuts your mouth because you're trying to suck out the last bit of that Kool-Aid that yeah, melted that at the bottom. Delicious purple syrup at the bottom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's those. But uh, if it works anything like the this fruit punch mix I've had, then, uh, man, I can't wait to try one of those. <laughs> I mean, it was it was definitely on the all like it was it was a chill experience i don't want to nerd out too much on the mm. shit that i saw and appreciated just because i don't want to give any of this shit away like we talked yeah. about but like being able to go through the lab and see how it was made a the amount of concentrates they had was just mind-blowing just because they make that shit but b man i can say one thing i know they won't care because it's the common way to make tinctures they had a, a big what what amounts to a big alcohol evaporation machine back there uh-huh 
And uh, that was the thing. It kind of looked like a cow milking machine or something. It had all the bulbs coming out of it. And uh, yeah. the, their process allowed them not only to extract using alcohol, but if I understood it, I believe it actually recollected the evaporated alcohol so that it could keep running the weed through it, which my God, I'm buying like a new bottle of Everclear every time I cook. It was, it, it was pretty cool. Yeah. Well, that's that we went into those rooms and those were where I was just like, whoa, cool machines with glass and metal, you know? <laughs> Do you think that place would have been creepy to be in there by yourself at night? No, I, I think it would be. I don't know. I think it'd be pretty cool, but I just, I don't know. I'm fascinated by machinery and stuff. I just like walk around and watch them work, you know? Well, I'm saying it's like, you're like, I'm, I'm thinking like a five nights at Freddy's situation where like, you're the lone weed maker, like at night. And like, you know, you're running around on your own down there at night. That would creep me the fuck out. No, I don't think so. Yeah, braver man than I, man. There's all those places for people to pop out. Why are people hiding in there? Well, I mean, I'm just saying it's a big <laughs> facility and you're in there and like, I'm not even necessarily worried about home invasion. I'm always worried about that, but like just big, creepy building. I don't know. I don't understand what makes the building creepy. Well, like it's, it, it's I, not. it would be big and dark or whatever. And you'd hear like machine noises going on and shit like that. But I think other than that, it's is, just a fucking building. <laughs> I'm a giant pussy and you're not. <laughs> oh, do you think that if you stay in a dark building, people walk by and they see the dark building? Like, I bet someone's in there by themselves. No, but I think I could definitely, if I'm working a long shift there on my own at night, freak myself out into thinking you're in a pretty remote area in an industrial part of the city. You're in a giant building. What is that creak? What is that noise? And I would just, I would die. <laughs> you know, I'm very good at getting in my own head and fucking with myself like that. Fuck, take a gun, take a, take a Nintendo switch with you. If you're okay, going to do yeah. that then there. Dude, if they let me play switch at work, I wouldn't work there now. Uh, well, if you're just staying there overnight, like who knows, like, I don't know how the stuff goes, but, uh, all that lab stuff is all above my head, and and uh, I un I understood some of it, and I tried to pretend like I understood a lot of it, but uh, I was just blown away by shiny things and bunches of uh, wonderful stuff that I like. And you got to see and, a Dragon Ball, basically. Uh, I basically saw an, as close as I'll ever be to a real life Dragon Ball. Man, it was just fun. And we go on about the place and the process, but the people were pretty awesome too. Yes. Tommy and Brandon and Alexis. And I, I don't, or Alexa. I, I, I think it was Alexis. Yeah. I'm, I'm terrible with names. And uh, we met a couple other, but I don't remember their names, but man, you could tell that uh, they loved what they're doing mm -hmm. and they put themselves into the, the work and the product. And I don't want to get too much into like just like how cool of people they are and everything they seem pretty but, chill though because uh we may have them on in the future yeah. so we want we want that to come out there but all i gotta say is it went from an awkward blind date to uh man these people are awesome we just hung out and talked about shit we like we had to force ourselves to leave because we were going to miss craft Oh man, yeah, we we barely got in before closing hours. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a good 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 time. Oh shit! Speaking of craft, uh, we need to lead into know your terps. Oh yeah. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it! One thing they were a big on over at uh, uh, Red Dirt Labs, and where they've got big things that I'm not going to talk about because I think it gets into the realm of. Uh, of things that are haven't been announced and stuff. But all I got to say is I'm pretty sure they're Terp bros too. They're big time Terp bros. <laughs> and, uh, and there's exciting things coming with that. 
But that leads us into what the hell are Terps? Yeah, it's a little late in the episode to explain to you what Terps are, <laughs> but we have our resident Terp expert, Blake Jones, with Know Your Terps. What's up, guys? It's Know Your Terps, the segment where we talk about, you guessed it, Terps. We're here with Blake Jones from Craft to talk about, you already told, you told me five seconds ago, and I've already forgotten, Carafiline, the Terp Carafiline that I've now learned how to pronounce. Yes, sir. Carafiline, very good. What can I say about this one that isn't, oh, this one is in a lot of strains. If you've smoked weed, you've definitely had this terpene. It's very popular. And a very interesting thing about it, it has, it's unique because it has an ability to bind with CD2 cannabinoids in the endocannabinoid system, which, um, so if you ingest it orally, uh, your body's still going to soak it up. Now, if you eat flour, your body's not going to get anything for the most part. Mm-hmm. But if it's chock full of this, it can bind with that endocannabinoid system. So it's, it's usually in all edibles. It, well, it is in all edibles. Uh, topicals that you rub on your skin because it can bind with in, in any form that the body can soak it up. And you can smoke it, which is the best part. When people talk about anti-cancer terps, this is one of them that helps anti-cancer, anti-inflammation, anti-fungal. It helps on numerous medical levels. That's why it's widely used in topicals and medicals. Okay. Uh, just because of its, its ability to, to help cure the body. Right on. I've heard of this being used, maybe maybe I'm mistaking, but, but cannabis being called like, quote, a broad spectrum antibiotic because of stuff like this. Is that along the lines of this term? Or am I totally misinterpreting that phrase? Yes, sir. You are you are correct on that. Um, and again, there's a there are a bunch that do multiple different things. So yes, that this is one of the terps that helps uh, that is quote unquote medically helping the human body. Right on. You said it's used for anti-inflammation, correct? Yes, sir. Yeah, I I wonder if that's because uh, I'm still trying to narrow down the terps that really you know do it for me in the medical sense. Um, I have chronic pain, which comes from inflammation and I find that caryophylline or damn it. I already forgot how to say caryphylene. Caryphylene. Uh, yeah, I found that comes in a lot of the strains that I, I really like for medical use as well. Uh, it seems like they, it usually comes paired with, uh, myrcene as well. Like this granddaddy yeah. purple I have that those are the two top, uh, terps in this myrcene and caryophylline. It is. Uh, and one of the reasons it's such a popular turf is its ability to bind with the others so well. So anything that's with it is going to get in your system is mm-hmm. the thing. It carries all uh, other turfs with it. So that's pretty good turf. That's why it's so popular. Is that getting into the, the realm of the entourage effect? Because I'm not really, I don't really know what the entourage effect is. But that thing um, yes, binding yes with other no. terps, like that sounds like it to me. Yes and no. So it is definitely its own thing. Um, the entourage effect is more so from, at least uh, if I'm understanding what you mean, uh, whenever you mix multiple strains together, at least what I've heard, is, uh-huh. is when you get the entourage effect. Okay. Um, and that's just a huge conglomerate of just different terpenes thrown into a pot. So you're yeah. getting a huge terp party going on in the system. I guess that would apply more toward, towards like the formulated edibles and things like that. Yeah, definitely. Because they can isolate it and whatnot. But uh, you can decarb it, obviously. But any edible that's on the shelves is going to have that in it mm-hmm. because of its ability to buy it. 
Yeah, you mentioned that. If it was packed full of just my green, um, it's not gonna. You're not gonna get the full effect of my green. That's because they're like bouncing off one another, essentially. Okay. So that opens up another question for for me. This carophylline, since it it does bind with others and carries others so well, it's so good in edible making. Would it be prudent to look for strains that are high in carophylline when you're you know making an edible batch? Absolutely. If you're going to make an edible batch, yeah, that's your number one. Just because you're gonna you're gonna get the quote unquote high a lot better because it's carrying so much to your endocrine. Hmm. Wow. I'm like noting yeah. this for my personal use here. Yeah, Evan, <laughs> Evan here is uh, an edible nerd. So <laughs> okay, so yeah, that's only, probably yeah, as a chub right now. <laughs> I, I have kind of a question and I don't mean to wambone you with this. It's like this inception situation with carophylline that I've wondered about. Um, Blake and I have talked on the podcast before about how if you're having a really bad time on weed, like you don't have any tolerance and you took a 25 milligram edible and it's throwing you off the wall, you know, eat a big handful of uh, unground pepper and chew it up and let that carophylline chill you out and take the high away a little bit. And if that's the case, I'm curious as to why it seems to be such a useful or, or I guess, a good <laughs> terp to, you know, smoke and enjoy and weed, even though it's all or cannabis, even though it's the one that is supposed to negate the effects of a high when you ingest it via pepper. Funny thing that you mentioned a handful of black pepper, that is primarily in nature where carophyllene is found is pepper and mm-hmm. the taste of the terp is peppery, but the the whole concept there is you're blasting your cannabinoid system with just an unbelievable amount of cannabinoids, which you would never be able to get in the natural realm. Um, and your body doesn't know how to handle that, so it goes into fight or flight mode, which is very common uh, at panic attacks or what have you. CBD is primarily what negates the effects of THC. Now that when you say entourage effect and you smoke THC and CBD together, you get very, you get a notice, like for people who've been smoking most of their lives, they will definitely notice a different high. And that is mainly the one that is the component to canceling out any kind of panic attacks or anything like that. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. It's all about the receptors. And that's also why dabbing and whatnot can blast. It's very common for people to get overly high because in the natural world, you can't get 30% THC is about as high as it gets in our plant. And anything above that, your body really, even 28% is hard high for your body to handle uh, the whole tolerance aspect. It's also broken down differently when you smoke it, obviously. Well, there's more components there than just the cannabinoids reacting with you in a negative way. Uh, but it's primarily that whole panic attack comes from just, you know, flat most of the max, body not really knowing how to deal with it. That makes a lot of sense. And looking here, Blake, um, I'm looking for some of our favorite strains. Now, I've noticed it seems like a lot of these strains that it lists for this are ones that I don't necessarily get along with, like uh, Girl Scout cookies and Bubba Kush and Sour Diesel. Those are like three on my top five yeah. strains I tend to avoid. And I'm hoping that it's not this yeah. terp, but maybe it is. It just seems like those are the ones that don't hit me so hard. Definitely not. I mean, not to say that this terp isn't one of your favorite terps, but uh, this terp is so common that I, I can almost guarantee that it's not this particular terp that's turning you off and right those on. strains. But yeah, if you are, you know, weightlifter like Brandon suffering from any kind of chronic pain, just want to like, you know, on your feet all day and you're trying to kill that, kill that pain, this is one of the best terps that you can find. Anything jammed with this is going to 
help that tremendously. Weightlifters, you know, if you work out and you're looking for a good recovering smoke, you know, that's weird to say, but <laughs> this this turp is uh, this turp is what you're looking for. Plus, you know, uh, after you weightlift, you're supposed to replenish your carbohydrate, your glycogen, and your uh, get some protein in there. So definitely smoke up. That'll make that food taste better. Exactly. That protein it shake will taste, taste like a milkshake. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I got high, I'd probably be looking for ways to like put sugar in the protein shake and, oh, I don't know. you know, that's why you munch on some apples or something, you know, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> well, I think that really covers a lot of it. If there's nothing else you guys had, was there anything else big that you would like to uh, trail up with your Blake or any last thing you'd like to tell us? Um, uh, no, y'all don't have any other questions. Do All right. One quick one before we wrap it up. What is your favorite high carry off carophylline? Shit. Uh, strain. Um, right now, I'd have to say it's a strain called Pai Gao. Uh, it's a strain that originated in China. It's uh, not grown in China, obviously we grow wow. it, but yeah. uh, hence the name. But yeah. it is. Uh, it's one say of my, that's a I dangerous smell. Really <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's. Uh, I was just from the name anyway. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but it's a cross between Super Silver Haze and Critical Ooh. Jack. And wow. I like it because it is uh it's a good dose of both worlds. It's not uh, too okay. uppy and it's not too downy. Yeah. Um and parafiline is a big it's a big reason that that strain is universal hybrid, if you will, mm-hmm. on both ends of the spectrum. It's it's allowing both of those to intersect. That's probably my favorite right now. Lemon meringue, anything with the name lemon in it, you're good. Yeah, okay. Mm. I'm probably gonna have to try uh some of that. Yeah, Would you say with Pidow? It's called Pi Gao. Gao. Okay, Pi Gao. I'm going to have to try some of that. Until we got the strain in, I thought they were saying Pi Gao the whole time. That's what I was telling everybody. And then we got uh, it. Pi Gao. <laughs> so, but definitely try it out. Definitely worth it. All right. I'll look for that. All right. Okay, that Evan, I know, you're a, I know you're a sativa lover, and that's, that would be one of your favorites. Uh, it sounds like it man that sounds cool i'd love to get a hold of it maybe i'm going to be up soon visiting with blake maybe i'll grab some yes sir and we're back that was dr blake jones not really a doctor we just call him that with know your terps because it's fun to say paging dr jones yeah (laughs) (laughs) the dude the dude is a weed doctor i mean oh yeah oh man he knows his stuff for sure and uh if you listen to the episode, the previous episode where we talked to him, Point Blake, uh, <laughs> dude, when I asked him how he got the job, you remember what he said? Yeah, he just hung out and kept learning. And well, he hung out and he's like, and then I get, he he essentially did homework, man. Like he right. would go buy a little bit of all of their products, and he, as he called them, controlled burns. <laughs> <laughs> I remember oh, that? That, that didn't get the reaction that I think it should, man. When I was listening to posts. I was like, oh, controlled burns, that's good. Mm. But he'd be like, yeah, he'd take them home, have controlled burns, and just, uh, mm. you could tell, man, like, even before he got that job, like, the dude is, uh, he, he's a, he might be a weed doctor. <laughs> hey, man. The, the information he gave me about how they make edibles hit different, despite them all being the same, was, like, the single most bit, uh, useful bit of weed info I've had in months. Because mm. now if I could figure out what that extra shit Zen had in their fucking hybrid gummy was, I'd be set. Hopefully someone from Zen's listening to this uh, because they need to reach out and either tell you to shut the hell up or, uh, you know, be like, hey, this is why it hits different, but don't tell anyone. 
and, and we won't tell hey zen we won't tell anyone no. but man oh if you could cure that curiosity that would be really nice zen and i'm gonna i'm gonna level with you here i've done my homework and i've got it, i've got it done to two things then if you're listening it's either gonna be caffeine or vitamin e and i want to know which it is i love <laughs> you guys please tell me <laughs> oh i hope it's neither one of those things it's just cocaine <laughs> Well, no, no, I don't want that either. It would just be that they come on the show and they're like, no, actually we feel uh, like heroin. That's why yeah. it hits you so good. Yeah. You're not going to air this, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or, or the armed guards they bring with this go, yeah. you're not going to air this, right? Yeah. They take your phone from you and like snap it in half. Yeah. That'd be a pretty dick way to conduct an interview. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess we would get what we asked for. They would uh, cure our curiosity, <laughs> but we wouldn't be allowed to tell anyone. Hey, man, if I could just cook it, if they would just give me their formula and a lifetime supply of freezing gummies. <laughs> so do we have, so, so in every episode forward, should we be like, by the way, that did not happen. Zid did, Zen did not, did well, not confiscate all of our stuff and, and uh, use menacing bodyguards to scare us into not talking about things that surely did not happen. It's kind of like how the government, whenever they stop denying something, that means it happens sometimes. So yeah, the, the week that we don't say that, you know, something's changed. For our own safety, do we need to do that? I don't know. I, I think Zin's on the level. I think. Yeah, yeah, people. no. I, I, yeah, it was all a bit as well. But Sorry for making fun. you guys the bad guy in our bit, Zin. It, yeah. Could you imagine the company Zin? Just think of what Zen is, the word, and what it represents, and they're the villain. Oh, man, that'd be funny. Yeah. <laughs> so, if they made a gummy that made you raging angry. Oh, man. That'd be a terrible one. That'd be know? a really bad gummy. Who would want that? I'm sure there's somebody. Like, who's looking for that effect? Is there someone out there that's just like, I just, I can't be angry, and I really need to be angry. And see, I'm not even angry about not being able to be angry, and I'm sad now. And they're Hulk pills. Yeah, essentially. I mean, maybe like a like a high Those, school basketball coach who wants to come out and really get his team fired up and he wants to like smash chairs against the wall and shit. Yeah, but you don't need to be angry to be excited. That's fair. If mm -hmm. this were a product that just, or a gummy that literally just made you angry. Yeah, that's all. That's terrible. The anti-zen. <laughs> yeah. Oh. And don't even get me started on the one that makes you piss your pants. <laughs> <laughs> Cause you just keep going, man, as your body, <laughs> as your body makes piss, it just flows out of you for about six hours. <laughs> Weirdly. It was Brown though. Not yellow. The, yeah. the gummy. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. And the thing is, is you got to keep drinking water, 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 or you'll die. <laughs> you'll piss yourself inside out. <laughs> you'll piss your whole body out Yeah, until you were inside out boy. <laughs> From Cartoon Network or whoever had that shit. But then if that happens, you can't drink any water because you got to take another one and piss yourself up in reverse. <laughs> but it is a very, very painful process. It's like a kidney stone times the body. <laughs> oh, All right. Man. Hey, well, what it, hey, hey, you know what you should listen to now? This ad of ours. Hey, man. What's up? Hey, I think I found a place for you to do your renewal. Is that so? Yeah, and I mean, it is kind of important because there are a lot of different places out there and you want to make sure you're doing business with the right place from the start. Uh-huh, you are right. That definitely is important. Bloomdoctors.com, I think, belongs on the top of the list here. Okay, I'll buy it. What puts Bloom Doctors at the top of your list? Check out this rate card. They handle new referrals and renewals, so you can go to their site and knock everything out, whether you're a new patient or you just need to re-up. They're full service, too. 
Wait, what do you mean full service? They're going to fill my gas tank or something? No, that basically means they help you with all the paperwork on top of getting the referral itself done. Like they help you make sure the photo you submit's all compliant oh. with the OMMA and their rates are super reasonable on top of that. Yeah, I'm just seeing that now, actually. 75 bucks for a new patient evaluation, 50 for a renewal, oh, and only 25 bucks for that full service thing. And they waive that fee for veterans. Holy crap, man. That's amazing. If you're in the Edmond area on the third Thursday of the month, they even do a monthly drive event kind of thing at Ancient Remedies. You know, now that you mentioned that, I have seen them there. On the card here, it says you can also go to bloomdoctors.com. And that's anytime, not just on Thursdays. All right. Well, you know what, Evan? Hey, what's up? You have sold me. Bloom Doctors definitely sounds like an amazing service for a great deal. And you know I have a soft spot for veteran-friendly services. And I haven't even told you about the fast turnarounds and efficient processing to make sure you get your dude, card. Dude, 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 dude. I can't believe there's more, but you've already sold me. There's just one small problem. Oh, no. What's that? I told you. I renewed my card a month ago. Oh, I'm an idiot. Oh, I would have loved to use Bloom Doctors. Good stealth ad drop. Yeah. And remember, the month of June is the month of Bloom. Bloomdoctors.com. Terpbro1 will get you $10 off. That is T-E-R-P-B-R-O and the number one at Bloomdoctors.com. That's 10 schmeckles. That's right. I just hit you with a double ad. <laughs> you got <And> double now- added. <laughs> Your reward for listening to it all, we have a little bit of weed news. Hit me with that weed news, because I, I don't know what it is. <laughs> it's a little bit back. We didn't get a chance to discuss it on last week's show because we had a lot of other good content. But uh, this says that last week, the Oklahoma Bureau of Narcotics, or OBN, pulled over a, during a routine traffic stop and found somebody who had just sold 20 pounds of illegal weed from California and was transporting the cash for that 20 pounds of weed back. But the real kicker is they'd sold it to a dispensary. Yeah, man, we didn't get to talk about that. I think actually this came out after we recorded, but um, mm. what the fuck, man? <laughs> I know. <laughs> what the fuck? We talk about the walled garden. We talk about how good we have it here. Sure, there's flaws in the system, but shit like this. What the fuck, man? What are you trying to do? ruining it for everybody the thing is it's not like let's be completely like honest the the cannabis that's coming in from california is probably not gonna kill anybody obviously it's not bad it's not gonna make you sick but it circumvents the measures that we have in place that we have to have in place to ensure that all the weed is safe hey have you looked for an update to see if they named the uh dispensary I was looking at that and I have not been able to find anything on it I'm gonna search one more term that I just thought of now that you said that though yeah, well, um, listeners out there, if you do know which dispensary it is, so actually, never mind, don't tell me. Yeah, I don't want to know anything that's yeah, going to have people yeah. maybe want to hurt me. Yeah, never mind, don't tell me shit. I'm going to wait till it's public domain. It doesn't say who it was, but it does a couple articles that I've looked at specified dispensary. So assuming that wasn't a mistake and it isn't just somebody mistaking like any marijuana business for a dispensary. Yeah. The Man, with that kind of weight, I'm not going to point any fingers, but I have my suspicions. But the thing is, is like, uh, I feel like you can tell, you know, like, uh, I, I, I don't know, you could, I don't know, I haven't had California weed since 2008. So I guess I don't know what it looks like. But I know, looking through the different strains at craft, they have like signature things about them, you know, like those chunky ass trichome grape clusters. And uh, um, I bet their growers 
could pick their weed out if you, you know, yep. gave them a sample of, uh, you know, different growers of the same strain or whatever. I bet they could pick their own weed out, man, their own cannabis out. I believe that that metric, which they're either implementing or have implemented the seed to sale tracking system has some kind of provision for like images of the weed as well, mm -hmm. which you would think would make it even harder. Um, I'm wondering if it would... <sighs> At first, I did think that they were just using it to like fluff up their existing weed. But because of what you said, I'm now wondering on your take. Yeah, I was wondering if they're they're processing it down into concentrate, you right. know, and uh, and selling it that way, because you can mask that, you mm -hmm. know, like whereas a bud is kind of a signature of the grower. You can totally mask that if you if you uh, process it. Yeah, you know, it's again, it's obviously just a business trying to save money because illicit weed is sometimes cheaper and especially from other states. But goddamn, let's not fuck it up for everybody. Ruin reputations. And yeah, we got a lot of growers here. A lot. Buy from them. So stop. Hey, growers, don't sell it out of state. <laughs> and uh, hey, dispensaries, don't buy it out of state. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and add another state to the rivalry list. California, you keep your fucking California booth out of here. God damn it. <laughs> I don't know. I'm well, kidding. <laughs> California weed is what threw me into my panic attack. Uh, so it's pretty, well, uh, I had no tolerance, but it was potent for sure. Yeah, yeah. CA's got the fire. I was just kidding about that. Yeah. 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 I just, I was thinking of uh, getting I don't kicked need, out. I don't need to hear another knock on my door no. and have a Californian and a Floridian kick my ass. No. I, I walked back my stance on the Floridians a little bit. There are some very chill Floridians out there, like one of our uh, our new Discord listeners whose name escapes me because I'm terrible. Yeah, but, uh, well, it was after I got my ass kicked by that was, one that stopped by here. Well, maybe it was the same dude. It was. It was. We, had a bowl, we had a bowl together and then he went and joined the Discord. <laughs> It was Frankie the Kurgan. That dude is cool as hell. He's the coolest Florida weed smoker I know. Uh, so Florida, like your weed, whatever, cool, but the mod of your subreddit is a chode. And that's all I'm saying. Yeah, the Kurg guy, uh, we, we kind of had an e-dab together, I guess. We were up late, the only two in the Discord, and like, oh, I'm doing a dab. Hey, I'm doing a dab. Hey, how cool. You know? He's also got Captain Kangaroo for an avatar now. I'm spying on him, and that's very good. That's funny. <laughs> hey, you know, speaking uh, of the Discord... How about this? If you go to our website, smokinokiespod.com, and you click the gigantic ass Discord logo at the bottom of the page there, it'll take you to that Discord, and then you can come bullshit with us and shit post all day. Totally. And we're also on Facebook, Instagram. We have a Reddit, smoking or reddit.com slash r slash smokinokies, which of course you can find all that stuff from the website. I think everything but the Reddit. I forgot to update it. Oh, well. <laughs> now, now i'll fix it there it is now you can find everything at smokinokiespod.com.com.com.com <laughs> <laughs> what if that were the name that'd be so fucked up let me see if there's a dot-com domain <laughs> yeah. um cool. no but the top post asking about it is a reddit thread saying that that should be the domain for porn sites and i buy into that 100 percent. oh no oh you said come i was just yeah. saying dot com dot com dot com oh my bad no like i said dot com yeah what if ours was like smoking okies pod dot com dot com dot com well we're 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 a cannabis podcast and we're already kind of asking people to do some stoners a lot by typing it in. I, don't I know. know if we need to add that later. I know, but it's like smoking Okie's pod D O T D O T D O T or D O T C O M D O T C O M D O T C O M dot com. <laughs> that would be lame as fuck. I know, I, I know. I'm high. <laughs> yeah, me too. 
<laughs> hey, listeners, don't make that website. No. Yeah, that's that's a real pain in the dick there. <laughs> I'm kind of thinking about getting the domain for like Smookinokies now with like a typo in it and then just having a page that says you didn't spell it right. Oh man, that'd be funny. I wonder how 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 many misspellings we could find and how cheap it is to grab up all those domains for a year. Uh, probably just cheap. Just to troll it. everyone who misspells the website. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now those motherfuckers are gonna go buy them for, before us and troll us. Yeah, you better not, guys. You and they'll that. get me too because I don't type it in right every time. <laughs> I just have to hit like SM on my keyboard now. You know, I, well, wonders yeah. of the future. Yeah. Most people do that, but uh, I, shut up. <laughs> it would be fun to have a comparison one day and just see what each letter brings up in the bar for each of us, well, like maybe. an alphabet challenge. I don't think that's good on air stuff. Oh, fair, fair. That's yeah. Seen, until we go video, we could do that in a video podcast, maybe. That becomes a very dangerous podcast. Yeah, then it does. It does. You definitely have to fix it in post if any uh, <laughs> yeah. if any uh, certain websites come up, some dark websites. But speaking of dark things and dark Zelda, I know there was no <laughs> Zelda. There was no segue there. I'm just thinking wow, of video was... games, and I've been trying to figure out how to bring in old fucking Elden Ring, man. Big deal. That That's a freaking good one. trailer, dude. Yeah. Dark fucking Zelda souls. I can't wait, man. It looked better than I thought it was going to even. It exceeded my expectations. Well, here's the thing that I'm worried about, but I want to say I shouldn't be worried because of the company, but I would have told you that about CD Projekt Red last mm -hmm. year. And with there's been the last few games I've been pumped on have been fucking flops man i'm really hoping this isn't the thing the case with this and i don't think it is because they they have delayed almost as much it's almost like they delayed enough to justify saying that george rr R. martin was part of it you know it's like oh wait this was on time he couldn't have been part of it yeah you know? shit. he just <laughs> fucking wrote a back of the napkin spec for him and that was probably the end of it i'm guessing yeah probably <laughs> the I, I know they that, helped in world building is what oh, I remember cool. from years ago is mm -hmm. uh, what George R.R. R. Martin helped with. Sadly, his stock between delaying the books and even though it's not his fault, the ending of the show, his stock has kind of dropped recently. So I guess they're not leaning on that as much now. No, it's definitely, well, they, they weren't leaning on it hard at the time either. It was just kind of a side no, note thing. Oh, that, right that, that articles were using because George R.R. R. Martin was a big name, you know, a buzz name. Right. No, that's fair. Okay, so in terms of the Souls games, are you like a lot of the Dark Souls fandom in that you find three to be the weakest and most disappointing of them? Three, I did not finish. So that says a lot. Well, you played uh, two like a million times. Well, I've only played all the way through two a couple of times because, man, oh. making it all the way through, I'm, I'm not like... I go through that shit pretty slow and right. I end up changing builds so much and uh, I kind of get sucking sucking sucked into the uh um, get sucking <laughs> yeah sucking i <laughs> i get sucked into like uh the lore of it you know like uh, because there's so much lore in that game but you have to read like every fucking item description and everything to find it and no i don't do that what i do is i get stalled because i'll go watch youtube videos of the areas i'm in in the game and there's a guy explaining everything and uh Vati Vidya was his name on YouTube. Yeah, I get su sucked into that, and it takes me forever to get through the game. 
you know, kind of a, a derail, but um, I need to ask first, do you ever plan on playing through and beating Returnal? Returnal? Probably not, because I don't have a PS5, yeah. and I'm definitely going to get an Xbox before I get a right. PlayStation, so. In that case, can I spoil the ending for you in context of what you just said? Well, do you want to spoil Returnal for our listeners? It's the real well, question. Um, I think you all can skip like 30 seconds or so if you don't want to hear it. It's really not that big of a deal, but it kind of is, I guess. Do you okay. really want to put a spoiler in a podcast? Let me just, I won't <laughs> spoil it. I won't spoil it. Let me just say that without saying exactly what happened, it does a lot of the same thing that you talk about with Dark Souls, where you have to go through and read shit and figure out the lore of the world oh, on your own. Yeah. And it was amazing because it's this cool, like dark sci-fi element. Oh, um, dude, that was part of what hooked me on Dark Souls is like it, it, because I did for a while, I was the one reading everything and all that because it adds to the immersion. And you know, I am a fucking sucker for an immersive video game. Well, Returnal does that just pretty much the same in the item descriptions and shit. And you have the codex to pick up. But then the, the, there, there's a point in the game towards the end where everything is basically invalidated. And it makes me very upset. Oh, well, sorry to hear that. It's um, it is not a, and then she woke up and it was a dream situation, but it kind of is. Uh huh. Well, yeah, I'll type it in and then you can react. Let me find the right Discord channel. We go into the general. Uh, but fucking Elden Ring, though, man. Oh, this has been delayed for a long time. This was supposed to come out a couple of years ago, right? Um, I believe so. Yes, at least a year ago. And did they even get um? Oh, okay. See. Yep. That's lame as fuck, isn't it? Well, I gave you a spoiler of what your reaction is going to be, listeners. But, uh, yep. I mean, it's nothing we said on air. So right. <laughs> you might feel the same reaction I felt. but I And I'm not even uh, invested in the story of that game. Well, I fucking was. I probably got 80 <laughs> hours in this game overall in the last month. And it was. it's still an amazing game. It's still my favorite PS5 game. But it really diminished its overall value for me. I can see that. I can, yeah, for, for definitely for certain players, I could see that a lot. I don't think, I think the majority of players will probably, they'll be fine with it, but mm -hmm. for, for, there's going to be definitely a niche of people or niche, whatever, that are very disappointed like you are. It was a bummer. I didn't mean to, I didn't mean to detract from the, 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 the goddamn Elden Ring conversation, but I just remembered that. Well, I mean, I'm just saying like they, from soft as they've they've delayed in the past man you know mm -hmm. they they're they're a company that's not afraid to say no nah, it's not ready and that's cool like that's yeah. what you need like otherwise you end up with a fucking cyberpunk yeah yeah a game that needed at least a year another at least year minimum I, I was watching some of the pre-alpha videos of that game that that got leaked the other day uh -huh. and in the pre-alpha dude there was the shit that i wanted from the game it showed him getting up out of bed and it was like he was in an apartment that you could pick what the designs were of it and shit yeah like little character customization shit that i'm really into it was kind of like where fable fable did the same thing it kicked me in the dick yeah it's just those over promises and under delivering i'm i think we're unless you're you're on the scale of star citizen with your delays <laughs> then uh usually the gaming community will be like yeah take a delay you know like don't give us a shit product mm -hmm. like the backlash that cd project red got man that's i think proof proof of that they they killed all their goodwill they went from you know the people that made the witcher to the people that made cyberpunk yeah and the witcher series was great like yes. everyone that's why everyone was so hyped for cyberpunk because it was like you 
you live in midnight city or whatever you do essentially do whatever you want in this and it's like this badass like cyborg simulator almost that's an rpg and uh no 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 and then everyone was willing to believe it because of man the 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 company's history right exactly like Mm. if fucking peter molyneux comes out and says that it's like nah man once bitten twice shy sorry yeah (laughs) but like cd project red had delivered on the witcher series and then some yeah so it seemed feasible but i don't know man if you want to continue the game chatter i've got something i started playing today that's pretty fun what is it fucking the new ratchet and clank game i never played the other ones but, I haven't uh, either. They are they are very popular games, so our listeners might like to hear this. Although the one thing that I'll note, I've only got two hours in it so far, but it's it's built around the PlayStation 5's uh, SSD speed. The the uh-huh. game gimmicks are, and what it the whole game element is, it rapidly takes you like you might be in like a prehistoric jungle, and then you basically go to a portal, and you're in a whole other environment that looks like it's the size of a fucking GTA map almost, and it just zips you between them instantly, and it's really fucking cool. Huh yeah is it a like an open world game it's an open world game with shooting and like platforming elements um Mm. it actually plays a little bit like returnal in that you've got your melee and your shooting and your dash really yeah man i always i say i never played the other ones and i always just thought it was like a crash bandicoot you know just running you know up a line a very linear game right no it's it's open and it's fun as fuck huh more like a conquers yeah conquer would be a good one like an open world with lots of different mini games because everyone's got its shit it's even got elements of like sunset overdrive because you got to grind on rails and like zip between fucking portals and Mm, that wasn't my game i didn't really like that one i'm either but it's there the grinding (laughs) so the tony hawking let's go let's go uh tony hawk pro skater 2 right on yeah (laughs) yeah that's to the series in my opinion Right on. Well, that was all I had for games anyway. Sorry to just detract. Uh, man. Well, I don't have any games I've been playing. I just haven't been gaming, but I was thinking about maybe logging into Valheim, giving that a shot, finishing that up. Cause uh, I saw that they, speaking of delays, they've delayed things. They delayed their, their hearth and home update until the quarter three, I guess. And they've, they put things off. Cause uh, apparently the game getting as big as it did, brought about way more bugs than they knew of or something i don't know so they've been working on that but it reminded me of the game and i wanted to get in and uh freaking beat it before they go adding shit it's i'm i'm doing the opposite i'm waiting for them to add shit before i really dig in well it's just because i really the hearth and home update is what's coming and i want to have the game done so i can just focus on building and not worry about you know like oh i gotta go kill this boss you know okay that's what i i just don't want to get to the end of the wall you know how I am with games, like especially the builder type games like Valheim, but also Imperion, man, like where I got to build ships and it's just like space Legos. And right. I get sucked into that part of the game, man. Yeah, that's that's I enjoyed the building part, too. I want to make sure I get the full swing. But as far as gaming goes, I've been a little I've been a little uh, void. I don't know. I understand desert i've been fucking watching a lot of lord of the rings videos to be honest that's really what i've been doing in my free time that's cool there's this channel called uh deep geek Mm -hmm. and uh he covers all kinds of like fantasy and sci-fi shit but like as a at like a scholarly level 
man. Oh, that's cool. So yeah, I've, I've never read the books. I've only seen the films, right? And uh, like, I'm getting so much info from this fucker that I'm, I don't know if I even need to read the books anymore, but I kind of want to. <laughs> because of these characters that I've never read about, but you know, like I'm getting all their story anyway. I don't know. I'm probably going to fucking end up reading it, but because of that, I've been falling asleep to Lord of the Rings every day. <laughs> oh, that's cool though. That's never personally been my thing. I've always found it to be a little too like the basic bitch fantasy thing. And I don't get into fantasy anyway. So like, I'm at the point where like, it's kind of like me in Star Wars. I'm generally familiar with all the big shit in it and I like it well enough, but I don't get deep into it. Oh man. Well, I didn't until the YouTube series that I stumbled across, but because of that, because they're like little 10, five to 10 minute videos, you know, over the past like month, I've goddamn, I've taken in so much knowledge. <laughs> You're like a, a general Lord of the Rings scholar. Not really. I, I'm definitely just You're a Lord the, of the Rings generalist. No, I'm definitely the, uh, more like the pothead that follows the scholar around and, you know, kind of <laughs>, laughs at, you know, laughs at his stories and stuff. <laughs> gotcha. Goes, whoa. Occasionally. Yeah. Basically it's me in the red dirt labs. Like just go, whoa. Yeah. Wow. Whoa. Yeah. yeah. Cause everything blows my mind, man. There's so <laughs> much shit. Like, okay. I'd only watched the movies before. And then what got me on, I was like, man, what the fuck were Gandalf's powers? You know, he did. Cause it's not really forthright like what this fuck because he looks like a badass wizard but mm -hmm. you know for the most part he's not doing magic and right. uh so then i watched that video and then they start talking about velar and myar and these gods and stuff and like the silmarils <laughs> the simarils yeah uh, all the stuff from the Cimmerillion. yeah all that stuff and i'm like what the fuck is this man <laughs> this is shit that i wasn't even aware of because i've only seen the films yeah, the man was a god tier world builder for sure. Oh, and it all started because he was, he just thought up a story to tell his children, and his children yeah. kept nagging him about details getting changed. So he wrote it down, and that was The Hobbit. Hey, man. That's, that's that, fucking that's amazing, story. man. <laughs> I could see a little lawyer that I know doing something like that to me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I could too. <laughs> well, actually, Dad, last time it sounds a lot, <laughs> sounds a lot like him. I was reading it. It was like, well, actually, Dad, you said Bilbo's front door was green last time, and now it's blue. It's blue. What's, yeah. what's up with this? Get your facts straight. Yeah. I'm, I'm talking about my kid audience, you see. Yeah. <laughs> and so was Tolkien when he said, you little shit, and he went and wrote it down. <laughs> and now fucking those grandchildren are fucking living fat. Good job, uh, JRR. Yeah. What yeah, does the JRR stand for? I don't know. I'm looking it up now. John Ronald Ruel, R-E-U-E-L. Well, on that note, Blake, uh, I've got to go buy a grill and some kebab shit. So do you think this is a good time for you to... I mean, it's sunny outside, so I'm just going to have to figure out where the fuck are my glasses. Smokin' Okies is Oklahoma's premier cannabis podcast, starring Evan Wade and Brandon Blake, brought to you by Cannabis Web Media Group, CWMG. We want to talk about your business. Reach out to podcast at smokinokiespod.com for commercial opportunities and more. And if you'd like to interact on a more personal level, get in touch with us at our website, smokinokiespod.com, and join the Discord for even more discussion. There's a big link there. You can't miss it. Smokin' Okies does not produce, provide, or sell cannabis products in any capacity. That includes buying weed for you. Seriously, fuck off with that shit.